0: Candy girl. and you got me. <laughs> oh,
1: honey, honey. you I am I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And this is Sex Archie.
0: Another turning point a fork stuck in the road. Why
1: are you singing that?
0: Cause we're saying goodbye to teenagers, and that's the only way I know how. I
1: mean, it's a good choice. <laughs> but, I mean, if we're going with, like, high school, I feel like you should go with, like, vitamin C graduation. No, are you saving that? For, that's like, in,
0: like, two seasons, I okay, think. Okay. That's right. We're a Riverdale recap podcast here to talk about Chapter 57, Survive the Night, by Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa and Michael Grassi. Welcome back, dudes. And directed by Rachel Talalay. Really welcome back. We love you. Yes. This is not only our third season finale. Yeah. It's not only one day delayed, and we do apologize.
1: We gotta keep up tradition.
0: But that gives us the opportunity to do something a little special with our format. Yes. See, because we are watching this streaming rather than live. Yes. What we're going to do is give our recap act by act. The plan is to watch the first chunk before it goes to commercial. Uh Uh-huh then talk to you about it, Yes, and then continue watching it, as if we were watching it live. As close as we can get. As close as we can get. Because
1: we don't speak when we watch it live, so it'd be a really boring podcast.
0: We're giving this description, this whole introduction right now, without having seen any of the episodes.
1: And I've been... On um, a social media blackout for the past 24 hours <laughs> um, I have not seen any spoilers mm-hmm. I mean I did see Archie's face on a picture and I quickly like okay. threw my phone away so
0: we know Archie is in this one He's unfortunately in it. that was spoiled
1: yes Archie okay. Archie's gonna be in this episode
0: I survived by uh, making a list of muted words on my personal Twitter account uh, around 27 of them um including organs and syrup. Like, I was I was thorough in this list.
1: I don't understand. I had Archie on there. I had Andrews. I had Riverdale. I had K.J. Appa. Like, I'm like, come on. You just gave it all to me.
0: Oh, I forgot to do the actors' names. But it's okay. It still worked. Mm-mm.
1: I'm okay. So then I was just like, no, complete blackout. I'm not even going to attempt to, like, see if this... Twitter thing works, because apparently it doesn't. It failed me.
0: In any case, with all of that business out of the way, we're going to uh, pause our recording and start our viewing. Ah! We'll be back in a bit.
1: After these messages...
0: So we begin with Tony running out of the previously on montage and into Thornhill, sharing a cup of tea with Penelope Blossom. Uh, Why would she trust Penelope? They don't have good history.
1: I, I, She's desperate. Was, she's desperate.
0: Was Nana unavailable? That yeah, must where be is it. Nana? It's past her bedtime.
1: I'd, I'd be concerned about where Nana is if Mama Blossom's there. Yeah. Tony fills her in on uh, what's going on at the farm, that Mm -hmm. Edgar is harvesting organs, and all Penelope has to say about that is, oh dear.
0: (laughs) And Tony gets a close-up on her just torn-to-pieces feet.
1: Oh, it's so brutal. It's bad.
0: I mean, usually when there's a close-up on bare feet, it's like for that one wiki, but I don't think they're liking this one. No. I don't think so.
1: Well, and Penelope claims she was there collecting her mail. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why didn't you change your address?
0: You know how people go over to a place they've been kicked out of to collect their mail at midnight, I think?
1: Yeah, it's yeah, normal. So so Tony's like, you know, Betty's also there and Fangs and, and Kevin. Mm-hmm. And and then she just passes out.
0: Told you. I warned you.
1: Because Penelope has drugged her tea. mm-hmm. mm-hmm uh jughead is filling uh fp in on what has gone on mm-hmm. um but that he, he will not accept the fact uh that jason is alive even though there's no body
0: right because there was like we all saw it was a big deal
1: yeah yeah it was a very big <laughs> was deal a
0: big deal in chapter one there's that video like yeah
1: mm-hmm so they're like okay well you know then who is it? Some Someone's still wearing the antlers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jughead gets this idea about like, wait, remember those that matchbook we took from Baby Teeth's throat? <laughs> <laughs> Got an idea. Got mm-hmm. a mugshot of Kurtz. Somehow this is connected.
0: It's all connected. It's all connected. We'll find out in a scene and a half.
1: Betty is passed out on the medical table Mm -hmm. and is about to get a fucking lobotomy by Edgar.
0: Apparently that's the organ they want from her. The brain.
1: When Evelyn busts in and says dad.
0: Don't call your husband dad. Can we all just like don't call your husband dad.
1: Like I'm very disturbed that she still calls him dad and that she's still going to school. (laughs) Like we all know. Y'all know.
0: I'm okay with daddy, I guess, but not dad. Certainly not father. Do not call your husband father.
1: Papa. (laughs) She she busts in because uh, Penelope is there and wants to talk to him. So he puts down, you know, his lobotomy tools and goes out to have a nice little chit chat with her.
0: How long did it take Betty to pass out? It took long enough for Tony to run to Thornhill, have this conversation, pass out, then Penelope to get in her car and drive. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, maybe they already took a kidney.
0: Maybe. Maybe. I'm thinking this is a night that will last 20 hours. Is upstate New York actually the Arctic? And that's why this night will last so long. Yes. They they
1: have um, 36 hours of night.
0: (laughs) (laughs) 36 hours of night is a great short story. People should read it i should write it yeah yeah
1: penelope lets him know that well you know tony has spilled all the beans Uh, and
0: antoinette thank you very much well
1: yes because you know (laughs) and she also didn't say spill the beans in case you were wondering if i was going for a quote there that uh he's got something uh she wants and you know you sell organs and i'm looking to buy some
0: In bulk. In bulk. Finally, we have an explanation for her incredible healing ability.
1: (laughs) Eats a lot of kidneys. Yeah. That's what I'm going
0: with. She's harvesting adult stem cells.
1: Yeah. Edgar doesn't seem concerned about this. I think he has a lot of people come to him to want to buy organs.
0: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm.
1: For personal, like, use in bulk. So he knows a lot of vampires and cannibals.
0: I think the the real question is, is uh, New York's... Oregon donor registry opt in or opt out. Cause then it, it makes a huge difference to like the amount available for transplants. Yeah. Maybe the state is coming to him. The the hospital networks are in contact uh, with Edgar Ever Never and he's providing a valuable service, saving lives.
1: That's fucked up. Yeah. So Jughead goes to the Maple Club where he is talking to that one girl that we've met a few times while at the Maple Club, but I don't Mm -hmm. remember what her name is. Uh, And he's like, here's this picture of Kurtz. Have you seen this dude? And she's like, yeah, he's been here, but he was always hanging out with Penelope. Mm -hmm. And he's like, by chance, have you seen a young man with red hair as well?
0: Oh, you mean her son, Jason? He used to come around all the time. It's always take your son to work day at the brothel you manage and...
1: Well, you know, you don't want to put up any boundaries about, like,
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: what's acceptable work. You want your kids to be Mm
0: open-minded. Don't judge. Open-minded while you're opening your corset. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, if we had, like, better work conditions for people,
0: like... We do have a grown woman calling her husband dad, so...
1: Oh, I hate it! It makes me feel icky. For <laughs> all the things on the show, that's what makes me feel icky. So uh Edgar is doing the walk and talk with mm-hmm. Evelyn. He's like, we're compromised. Gotta act. We gotta get stuff together. And they're
0: that- they're moving up their schedule. Tonight is Ascension Night.
1: You jumped ahead. He doesn't say that until Alice shows up.
0: Well I'm trying to get a move on.
1: <laughs> so uh Alice catches up with them and they're like, yo, outside world is approaching on us. This is not okay. As you said tonight. Tonight is ascension night and she's like, "Oh, well, well where is Betty? Like we have to I have to have Betty, you know, for ascension night." Mm-hmm. And Evelyn's like, "Oh, she ran away. We forgot to tell you." <laughs>
0: don't don't sweat it. It's no big deal. Uh,
1: you know, You're- she she was bad at this. Yeah, just it, it's fine.
0: Get used to the idea you will be spending eternity apart from your family.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, And Cheryl is watching all of this from, like, around the corner (laughs) and is not very happy.
0: Unhappy. Unhappy Cheryl.
1: So we go check in on Hermione and Veronica, who is meeting with their lawyer. And uh, Hermione now owns the Penbrook.
0: Yes. And the the two of them together have co-ownership of all Lodge Industries properties.
1: Well, I think it said that she has ownership of the Penbrook, and then Pops and the Speakeasy and stuff. They have co ownership. Okay, that's okay. what
0: split. So Veronica went from thinking she owned all of it, though she actually owned none of it, mm-hmm. to now owning half of it. Yes, that's that's averages. That's math. Yeah, they yeah. did they did a math.
1: Um, and Veronica wanted to inquire about another piece of property, which
0: smash cut.
1: Uh, we go to Archie running to tell his mom, guess what? Veronica's giving me the El Royale.
0: He now is the proud owner of a boxing gym. This guy who learned to fight in a prison yard.
1: Yeah. And okay, maybe, maybe best Mary line ever. That's interesting, Archie. But what I really want to know is where you stand romantically.
0: Mary's real interested in her son's dick and where it finds wetness.
1: I wasn't going there, okay? Well, she did. Who's obsessed this week?
0: Mary Andrews.
1: I just liked how it was like, Archie, I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. so you've got a job already? You're, you're 17 and you're, you're a business owner? Who the fuck cares?
1: <laughs> Who are you dating? I want to know.
0: Are you touching them boobies?
1: I need grandbabies. And they better look good. So, like, hit that girl with your dick. Nothing else. Don't hit a lady with anything else. That's
0: that's how it goes. That's how it works.
1: <laughs> no, actually hitting her. <laughs> so then uh there's there's a knock at the door and Archie goes out and there's no one there, but there's a beautifully wrapped gift box. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh and we In
0: black paper and string and ribbons and, and yeah, wax and, seals.
1: And we cut to Jughead and Veronica and Archie at Pops, and we find out that they have all received these uh, types of packages, and they all came with a note um, that said they are supposed to meet somewhere and not take their phones. Mm -hmm. And, oh, it must be a trap. Yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, And Jughead has tried to call Betty, um, but she is obviously not answering, because lobotomy. Lobotomy. Uh, so then we cut to Betty waking up in a very fancy bedroom, and she immediately is confused and sees this lovely pink ball gown.
0: yeah, is this the costume from that uh fifty style flashback dream Jughead had? Maybe no, no,
1: that's these outfits are far too fancy,
0: okay. I feel like we've seen this before though
1: they had like sweaters and stuff, yeah. But it is, it is like, a very, like, it's Betty's, like, iconic, like, pink color that they have her wear a lot. It has, like, beading on the, like, the sleeves, mm-hmm. which is very much what some of her, like, Peter Pan collars have had. Right. I feel like it's just, like, that aesthetic. She's never worn <laughs> that. There, There's a note that says to uh, wear this to dinner. Mm-hmm. And, and she puts it on and comes down the staircase and she sees Jughead and Veronica and Archie. Sitting at the dinner table
0: with Penelope Blossom. This is what I'm talking about. A GM can go to all these lengths to make a all-encompassing, immersive experience. Mm-hmm. Went to the print shop, found everyone's address, got, got them the invitations, did costuming. How much time did she spend cooking that whole roast pig alone? Never mind everything else that we're sure to see prepared. And what do the players do? They just gotta show up. It's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, that's where Nana Blossom was, slaving away <laughs> in the kitchen.
0: That's why we didn't see her. Okay, it, it makes sense.
1: Uh, so we find out that they are in the Blossom hunting lodge mm-hmm. on at Thornhill, because there's multiple houses.
0: This is why Cheryl didn't worry too much about burning down the house. They had plenty to spare.
1: At least two more. <laughs> at
0: least. Probably a third or fourth. What, what we don't know is that Thornhill was an entire compound.
1: So Penelope fills her in that she bought her
0: from Edgar, uh, who was going to, you know, cut her up. So yeah, buying organs in bulk is just a fun way of saying buy an entire person, I guess.
1: I like to think that she bought a person and a whole, like, giant cooler of livers.
0: Yeah, just delivered. That's what
1: they're going to eat for dinner.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. For third dinner in this never-ending night. Because yes. Because we're about to talk about all this business they got to get up to, and it's Ascension night, and they- <laughs> she had enough time to distribute all these, wait for everybody to show up. It's a long night.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a long, long, long night. we got to have night. a lot of dinners. We're going to go all Hobbit here. So then... Uh, Betty has the startle of her life uh, (laughs) when we suddenly see uh, Sister Woodhouse, um, also known as Agatha, one of the Sisters of Quiet Mercy.
0: The the chief one, the one who had the most lines, the most spotlight in all of their appearances. Um, Uh,
1: She apparently has a very special connection to Penelope and was one of Penelope's mentors mm -hmm. at her time there and is now, I guess, like Penelope's lady-in-waiting
0: housekeeper
1: sure yeah we'll go with that
0: yeah um and she, she's the mrs beakley of of thornhill yeah yeah
1: and agatha taught her everything she knew about poisons so uh,
0: all of those dead nuns in the gargoyle room weren't uh, a, a mass suicide to hide their shame it
1: was a mass murder it was a mass
0: murder to tie up loose ends um, and Penelope reassures them that they-, they didn't are- check the bodies to find Sister Woodhouse?
1: <laughs> you th- no, don't they, don't they talk about how she escaped or something?
0: Oh, probably. It's been a long, long, long time.
1: But Penelope reassures them all that they are not loose ends. They're featured players of the night, sons and daughters of the original Midnight Club. Yes,
0: the Midnight Children. I what what she, love it.
1: She calls them that a little later on, I but yeah. I love that name. The Midnight Children. And she's like, well- We have two more guests to join us, and out comes the Black Hood Mm -hmm. and the Gargoyle King.
0: Yes. Of course. No masks at the dinner table.
1: Love it. So we, of course, see Hal.
0: Unmasked.
1: uh, And then before the Gargoyle King takes off his, um, she prods Jughead to try to guess.
0: So, of course, he introduces his uh, deduction with a Sherlock Holmes quote. You know the one about eliminating the impossible, that one.
1: Yes. It's all like, you know, it's not Jason because Jason's dead. Yep. But there is a corpse that was missing, uh, one corpse that was never accounted for, that was last seen with the Black Hood, so it must mean it's Chick.
0: Basically, yeah, he looks through Instagram and, and Twitter real quick. And it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense.
1: <gasps> this better get good because I'm really annoyed that that's what it was. <laughs> I didn't want it. It was too no, obvious. Who did
0: you want it to be?
1: Gladys. Duh.
0: Obviously.
1: Or like anyone else. I would have actually really liked it to be like a Jason zombie.
0: Someone who is in this season is who you wanted it to be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. But we, or gonna, someone new!
0: <laughs> but we get a step by step thing. You see, Penelope has been motivated all along by her hatred for this town and everyone in it because nobody cared about her being sold into child bridehood.
1: Yep, and no one also cared when her son was murdered. So she's like, fuck all of you. Mm-hmm. This town sucks. Yeah, I was having, like, some good sexy time with Hal, so we, like, teamed up and I made him murder
0: people. She prodded him more into active murdering, because he, remember, he really sucked at killing most of the way through the season. Yes. Yeah. You
1: know, he was killing people, and then what happened was Hal, when Hal was gonna go kill, like, Chick, he recognized a kinship. And yes. spared him, and uh, Chick apparently, like, pledged his life to Hal, and so he sent Chick to Penelope, and Penelope's like, okay, you're gonna dress up as the Gargoyle King. Mm-hmm. And it's all because Penelope was the first one to introduce uh, G&G to the uh, Midnight Club back when, mm-hmm. and she and made Chick reindu- uh, introduce it and- to... Ben Button.
0: Yes. So
1: we are going very far back, and then Ben <laughs> Button to, to Dilton, Dilton, and Dilton to Ethel, Who and I'm apparently like, "Apparently
0: has face blindness because she knew the real Jason Blossom." <laughs>
1: okay, I like this a little bit more <laughs> because right this moment I'm thinking about, well, fuck, they weren't having sex up in Chick's room. Well, they probably were, but he was also like teaching Ben Button. G&G, yeah. Yeah. that one day that Betty came home.
0: You know, when you're having a good old time as, as a Hellcaster or whatnot, and you just gotta chill out in a bathrobe and drink milk? Yep. <laughs> you know that feeling? Yeah. Basically, the, the whole thing, a season and a half's worth of, of murders and intrigue, could have been prevented if the town had one good book club, one good social safety net, uh, s- social network, for Penelope to feel wanted and involved yeah. and appreciated.
1: Oh, and uh, Chick's hair is now red. And apparently uh, Penelope has been going around calling him Jason. And when they mm-hmm. even try to call him Chick, she's like, no, his name is Jason. Yes. Um, And all this would kind of explain why Ethel's a little more like, yeah, it's Jason. She probably didn't actually see what his face looked like, I guess.
0: Maybe, maybe. And she has been having trouble distinguishing reality from the fiction she is told.
1: This is true.
0: By her game masters. So, uh, I guess. Uh, I'm going to go with face blindness. It's not that uncommon. No,
1: it's not. Penelope lets him know that there is one uh, final round for the Midnight Children. And it is to prove that they are as dark-hearted as the town They're like, okay, well, what happens if we win? No, you're not going to (laughs) win. So when you lose, what's going to happen is your parents will feel what I felt, the death of a child. (laughs) Because you're just going to fucking die.
0: So, yeah, our our core four is set loose in the woods. Oh,
1: oh, but first, they must gather on the lawn.
0: Well, of course. Because we
1: can't tell them what to do in the house. We must go
0: to the lawn. They gather on the lawn and then get told to go out into the woods and find their various challenges uh, and they will be pursued by yet another resurrection of the Gargoyle Gang, her Gargoyle Minions.
1: <laughs> yeah, she calls them Minions. Uh, and Why couldn't it be the Lost Boys? We have the Lost Boys now. <laughs> They're in custody. Okay. Um, so they all take off running through the woods in uh, homecoming wear.
0: <laughs> basically, basically.
1: And we don't know what happens after that because we got to go watch more. We'll be back.
0: We'll return after these messages. Short act this time.
1: Oh my gosh. So they're going through the woods and they're all like, okay, what's happening? Yes. Like if she wanted us dead, uh, we would be dead.
0: Yes, they're, they're beginning this uh, murder mystery party, except the mystery is how you're going to be murdered. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and Betty's unhappy with this, saying that Well,
1: know, yeah, everyone's unhappy with this.
0: But but her line is that sure, Penelope wants us alive for now, but only until she's done with her bizarre social experiment. Yes. Which tells me that Penelope Blossom's plan was cribbed from a bunch of Logan Paul videos.
1: Ah. So
0: Penelope, you are cancelled. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So then they, they come across a, a symbol mm-hmm. um and they're like, wait, we it, might actually know where to go.
0: It is, of course, a, a blossom. Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) Jughead calls Veronica the enchantress.
0: Yeah, they're they're going back into their classes. He's the Hellcaster. He's the Red Paladin. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, did Veronica ever get one?
0: Veronica's never played this game. She would never Dame.
1: I I like that Jughead like assigned everyone he knows. (laughs) You know what you did for the show that one time? You did it for this, right? Yeah. So he did that. Mm -hmm. You two have so much in common.
0: Except I used a real game, and those character sheets are still available if people want to look at them. <laughs> but it was for all the serpents, so uh, of characters that matter lately, it's only Fangs, Jughead, and, and Tony. Yeah. We have not seen Sweet Pea in a long time.
1: Where's Sweepy? Where's Sweet Pea? Maybe he's, like, trying to be a roadie with Josie.
0: Maybe Sweet is going to be in this episode. Also, that would be lovely, yes. Yeah. I hope he shows up in the Katie Keene show.
1: So back at the farm, uh, Cheryl busts into Fangs and Kevin uh reliving their uh Yes We I'm are glad God. Thought
0: that. They're, they're doing the farm marriage. Our hands. love
1: is God hands, yeah. Yes. Yep.
0: And Cheryl just busts in, kicks down the door, telling them, Oh, by the way, Betty was right about everything, y'all, we need to get the fuck out.
1: Edgar's harvesting organs. Come on, I'll show you.
0: They're not having this. They're they'll whereas with Betty, they were just ready to, to throw out and, and burn the heretic. They they trust her enough to humor her.
1: Yes, so but they it, do follow it's her. with a
0: lot of eye rolling and hmm.
1: Yes. And so she takes them to the place where Betty did see the organs, but there is nothing there. It has been cleaned out.
0: hmm hmm
1: Well, you know, you gotta
0: clean out your fridges or they're gonna smell. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And so Kevin is just like, what the fuck, Cheryl? Stop it. Mm -hmm. We're getting ready to ascend. You should be too. That's happening tonight. Stop wasting our fucking time. She's like, no, I'm going to get proof. If I get proof, you're going to believe me. And she goes off through the halls looking in every doorway.
0: I would say that proof might count as uh, either of them noticing they lost 150 grams or so. On the day of their uh, uh, operation. Yeah. Which is the weight of the average adult male kidney. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, That it maybe took them a while to be fully, like, feeling like themselves, in addition to not being in pain. Like, their body had to get used to operating on, like, one of them.
0: They have to eat a lot cleaner than they used to.
1: (laughs) Yes. There are a lot of foods you have to avoid. No? None of this? (laughs) She she goes into this one room and in the shadows she sees someone in a wheelchair. This
0: hunched slumped figure in, in like a hospital wheelchair.
1: And so so she's like, a, who's there?"
0: But of course who's a creepy old fashioned hospital so wheelchair. So
1: fucking creepy in the shadows.
0: Obviously.
1: Uh and then we don't see what she sees, but suddenly she screams the biggest scream.
0: What if what if that's where Nana's been? Nana, no. She she wheeled herself all the way across town, <laughs> and now she's collapsing in exhaustion.
1: Um, I'm still gonna go with uh, they've made a zombie person.
0: Sure, sure.
1: They're little Frankenstein.
0: Cheryl in the scene does name check Frankenstein. Yes, so there's precedent. Mm-hmm. They're planting the idea.
1: Uh, so back in the woods, uh, they come across a red paladin card on a tree, mm-hmm. which means obviously quest for Archie, uh, and he must conquer. A- conquered the grizzled beast.
0: Finally, werewolf. Archie will confront his fear of werewolves yeah. that has been teased since the first season.
1: <sighs> I wish. I wish that's what it was.
0: <laughs> but no, there there's a Well,
1: there's there's this giant
0: growl bellowing growl and Archie's like oh no not this again cuz he, he thinks no, he's going to he, fight a bear well
1: he literally says oh crap not again <laughs> he is convinced it's a fucking bear that is what his fate is it's
0: so good
1: and uh it no it's a giant ass man in yes. a bear skin uh, and
0: war paint and I think Veronica has the hots for bear man I think she I does I mean he's ripped yeah, and she's the first to point it out.
1: Uh, and he's like, it's okay. I survived a bear act- attack before. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I got this. Uh, by the way, tell my mom and dad I love them and I love you guys too.
0: But I've been fighting all year. And he, like, loosens his tie and he goes into this earthen pit to fight the bear man. <laughs> and,
1: and he fights the bear man! <laughs> He gets the shit beat out of him by the bear man for quite a while. The bear this, man.
0: This is the clip <gasps> we were talking about. Uh, yes, we didn't where know like, who it was. Uh, Archie gets knocked down yes, one and, of many times. Well, and
1: all these punches, are. it sounds like um, someone is dropping, like, bricks on concrete. It's yes. just this, like, thump. Um, anytime Archie gets hit and he just gets, like, walloped to the ground
0: And then dragged by the ankle, just like uh, Betty was a few short hours ago.
1: And thrown against a fucking tree trunk.
0: Like the Olympic hammer toss.
1: It's not looking good for Archie.
0: But like all his fights, he's got determination and guts, and he survives just long enough to get some quick chin music in.
1: Yes, and to, to grab... Uh, the giant bone that the yes. bear man had and was going to pummel Archie with because he props gets are
0: important to, to this the immersive yes. theater oh, experience.
1: well we is forgot the- we forgot to talk about the set. The yes. set is like giant piles of I don't know like wood chips, um, half of them on fire, and lots of random bones lying around.
0: Either either Penelope has been preparing for this day for weeks. <laughs> Or Betty was out a long time (laughs) upstairs. (laughs) This is a completely different night to when we started the episode.
1: (laughs) Right? I'm like, what? Fuck. I mean. Where did she meet the bear man? Who's the bear man? (laughs) Who is it? I have so many questions about the bear man. Did
0: she put out an ad? Is this a Craigslist bear man?
1: Well, and is it like some weird, like racist bear man thing going on? Why like, would you
0: call a bear man racist? What has he done to you?
1: Well, I mean like the war paint.
0: It's, it's problematic. Yes.
1: That's what I mean. I'm like, I need to know the bear man's
0: history to know. Let's get Tony. in. she is, is very knowledgeable about her grandfather's, uh, Culture and ancestry and traditions.
1: Like, um. So, so Archie grabs this giant bone mm-hmm. and fucking beats the pulp out of the bear man.
0: 2001's his ass.
1: And I'm like, did he just fucking kill him?
0: Thus spake Zarabuya, knocks him out cold.
1: Commercial break!
0: Commercial break! <laughs> Inspector Gadget may return after these messages. Back from break, and we're back in the woods, hugs and coats being wrapped around our victorious Archie Kins.
1: Uh, and, and Veronica wants to make, you know, are, are you okay? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, aside from every inch of my body. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, nuts. Well, there's always Bear Man.
1: <laughs> uh, so they see another symbol. Ah, uh, that they must follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and meanwhile, we go check in on Alice, who has gone to Edgar
0: in uh, his Edgar office.
1: Yes, and she's like, "You, oh, I can't get in touch with Betty, and I keep hearing these rumors about harvesting."
0: And Cheryl kicks down yet another door, screaming, "What kind of sick monster are you?" <laughs> this is
1: though. <laughs> okay, so he has to though. Like he's like, "Well, I, I can't say anything about Betty." Now about those rumors. I haven't uh, been I haven't
0: entirely truthful. Bam!
1: A door down and she comes screaming, "What kind of sick monster are you? Uh,
0: why would you do something
1: like that to my brother?"
0: Yes, she is yelling about grave robbing, which is something that does not sit very well with Alice. No,
1: and then Edgar calls in all his, like, orderlies, and they all grab Cheryl and drag her away as she's screaming about how Tony will come save her, mm-hmm. about how Kevin's dad won't let him live in um, the 10th circle of hell, and that uh, she's gonna get out, <laughs>
0: I don't know. I did just call Kevin's dad a serial killer for the 3rd season in a <laughs> row. I don't know. I'm not sure about his character. Yeah. We're running out of pairs that can go evil. Season 4. Tom Keller, <laughs> season 4. I'm calling it now. But back in the woods, the enchantress card is lying on a stump.
1: Mhm.
0: Likely a maple stump, I guess, uh which means this is Veronica's challenge.
1: Yes, and it is uh 6 chalices. Uh, it's the Snape
0: test We all read Sorcerer's Stone We saw the movie, it's a little logic puzzle It's fine
1: Six chalices with a empty bottle of booze That we must <laughs> uh, spin So yes, it is Spin the bottle, Russian roulette Because she must pick uh, Her closest companion And they must take turns drinking To see which cup is poisoned
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm Um and so More
0: like white Russian roulette. Let's get fucked up!
1: So Betty volunteers herself.
0: She's finally made S rank on the bestie quest, volunteering to have that 50-50 shot of dying. Yes. Because the the challenge doesn't end until all chalices have been drunk from. Yes. Somebody's getting poisoned.
1: And uh, as they are getting ready to spin, uh, Veronica talks about how uh, she is having deja vu. And we get a flashback to that uh, scene in season one where they are spinning the bottle.
0: In chapter one. In chapter even, one. Which was in the old uh, uh, burned down Blossom Home. It was Cheryl's after party. It was. It was. I think it's even the same bottle, or at least one of the same bottle. They are mass produced after all.
1: Veronica drinks. Uh, nothing happened. Pours the glass out. Betty drinks. Nothing happens. Pours the, pours the glass out. And we go, Veronica, Betty. Back to Veronica with our, our 50-50 chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she drinks and is not dead. Um,
0: So Betty knows that the last one is hers. That must be the one.
1: And as she's going for it, Veronica grabs it out of her hand and drinks it and throws the rest out. Yes,
0: she gets the SS rank in Bestie Quest.
1: Yes. As they they confess their best friend love for each other.
0: Yes, they love each other so much. Um, And this is what I've been saying I want more of in every episode. Keep them together because it's good. It is good. good. It it is good.
1: And then uh, as they are waiting for Veronica to drop dead, (laughs) uh, Penelope comes out and Mm -hmm. uh, compliments her and says she has completed the challenge. Um, and they're all like, this is, this is what it was. It was this challenge. None of them were poisoned.
0: All for loyalty and and honor, you know, a character test.
1: And she's like, uh, 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 all of them were poisoned. It's slow acting. Um,
0: (laughs) the antidote will be available at the finish line if you make it that far. (laughs) And her coat that she is wearing is incredible. I love this coat. Coat. It's it's a floor length coat that uh, only buttons over the midriff. It's like a cape coat combo. Cape There's coat. probably a name for this sort of coat.
1: Probably it is a
0: it is a known fancy people's garment. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah. love it. You
1: yeah. know, Penelope's very fancy.
0: Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm just glad to see that this long uh, obstacle run does have a, a well managed drink station. Yeah, there was plenty for everybody.
1: Got to stay hydrated.
0: Sure, the other two passed, but there was enough. Yeah. And anyway, let's watch some more Riverdale.
1: Okay. (coughs) Okay, so... We're in the dark woods, mm-hmm. uh, walking past either what's a hanging tree,
0: it, yeah,
1: or the Womping Willow, yeah. or the <laughs> from Harry Potter. This I don't is know which.
0: Definitely a Harry Potter fan app for sure.
1: <laughs> and uh, Jughead and Betty are leading the way, and Archie stops Veronica, and he's like,
0: "Hey, we're gonna die, so I should tell you."
1: You know, Reggie's my friend, but I love you. I've never stopped, uh, and she's like, you know. Nothing happened that night because I felt the same way. My
0: heart aches for you, Archie. Reggie's going to (sighs) snap. He's going to fucking snap.
1: I love you, Archie Kins. And Archie says, I'm not letting you die tonight.
0: None of us dies tonight, I swear. That's
1: what it was. And then they smooch.
0: And they they keep on smooching. (laughs) They smooch for so long that Betty and Jughead are three challenges down the line.
1: I would not be turned on by someone saying, I won't let us die, when it's probably pretty certain you might die.
0: Quick peck, my I, there is a ticking clock here.
1: No, In instead veins. we must stop and suck face. Well, Jughead and Betty are probably like, come on, you fuckers, we're gonna die. Let's go!
0: I can understand from their perspective, you know... Kiss like you were dying, you know? Like, it's the last one, make it count. But from the the point of view of the other two, every moment they stop is a moment Betty gets closer to death. Yes! She's probably a little impatient.
1: Also, you're kissing under probably the most cursed tree I've ever seen! You can
0: make that decision for yourself, but you cannot make it for your best bestie.
1: Uh, So back at the farm... Uh, Alice comes into Cheryl's locked room Mm -hmm. with Juniper in her arms Time for a jailbreak I'm helping you escape, let's go And Cheryl's like, why should I trust you?
0: Because I said so, You're desperate
1: You don't have a choice, what are you going to do? Just wait, wait for us all to go drink some Kool-Aid and die And you stay here, like, come on
0: So the secret escape tunnel that she got out of in season two that then got boarded up next time someone tried to use it, is open again now. Yes. Edgar wanted it back open.
1: So she leads her there. Doesn't that work out nice? And she puts Juniper in Cheryl's arms and tells her to, to reunite Juniper with Dagwood. And then- Who's taking
0: care of Dagwood? Uh,
1: Where's Dagwood? Agatha. 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 Nanny.
0: That makes sense.
1: Agatha the Mary Poppins.
0: Because last we saw Dagwood was being handed to Penelope. Penelope Captain.
1: took Dagwood.
0: That's right. Okay. Penelope
1: so, yeah. kept Dagwood and was like, "Little Jason." Oh, and it was creepy as fuck.
0: So now she has two Jasons.
1: Yes, because Juniper is definitely becoming Jason number two.
0: Oh well, Juniper would be Jason number three.
1: Fuck. Chickens. Too many Jasons. There's too many. She's. That's what she's doing with all the fucking wigs. It's. <laughs> All, all of her gargoyle minions—they've
0: all got Jason wigs. They under all there. have Jason
1: wigs on. Oh my God! Ah, Alice says she has to stay because of Polly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So she asks Cheryl to find Betty and make sure Betty's okay and to protect Betty from her father and
0: the farm. Both.
1: So, uh, back at uh, Thornhill, Nana Rose is wake up. Child,
0: <laughs> Tony is there's being no roused. time
1: to nap, Antoinette. The hunt is afoot, Thornhill Nature Preserve.
0: And your school chums are the prey.
1: <laughs> your school chums are the prey.
0: Can you do the rest of the recap in that voice? Not just the Nana Rose parts, but like the Betty parts and yes, the Archie parts. Yes, I and- can
1: try. So Tony has to call. I uh, probably nine one one. Look at the face save... you're making. The
0: dog make. She's very concerned. To
1: save the Cheryl. She's so
0: confused in my lap here.
1: Mookie, okay. Mookie's okay, so cute and fluffy. She is licking me with concern. I'm gonna stop that voice now. It's okay, baby. So, so Tony is literally like. I don't understand what the fuck you're saying, Nana Rose. I got to save Cheryl. Let me call nine one one. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I... <laughs> um. Let's talk about the fact, though, that Thornhill has a nature preserve.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So we got at least three houses, mm-hmm. our own graveyard, and the nature preserve.
0: Never mind all of the the syrup fields, the syrup <laughs> barn, and and evaporation, <laughs> shack.
1: Oh. How much property do they own? It's a, that, you
0: know you, you know, know why is? Riverdale and Greendale are so far apart
1: because <laughs> it's just fucking Thornhill.
0: Yeah, Thornhill uh, borders on both.
1: <laughs> this is why there's like no other restaurants in town is because the only other place you could build like a restaurant is Thornhill.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna find out that there's the Thornhill Wedding Chapel. Yes, and uh, the, the, the the Thornhill, Thornhill Synagogue. Park.
0: Yes, of course there's a synagogue Just for the tax breaks, there are no Jewish people in Riverdale
1: Well, if they were, they wouldn't let them in Like, (laughs) no, this is a private synagogue Except Nana Rose would totally be cool with letting them in It's just like
0: Nana Rose bought a child to marry her son Okay, Nana Rose would
1: not be so cool She's come around, though She's learned some lessons over time She's learned not to uh, have child brides Be a racist Um... (laughs) Or anti-Semitic. She's grown a lot. She's at least not a racist. She's okay with Tony.
0: <laughs> She's not homophobic either.
1: Yeah, we got two things going for Nana things. Rose. There's still, a lot of other things in question. Still
0: done with child brides. All, all about it. Loves them. Can't buy enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't know me!
0: Is, is that Nana Rose on Mori? <laughs> yes
1: think you know me you don't know me you don't know my life
0: all 300 years of it (gasps) nana rose fought in the continental army (laughs) are you gonna cry okay But, Tony's awake, she's been told to rescue our our main cast, and she says, no, I'm going to rescue Cheryl instead.
1: I already said that, like, four times. I've got
0: priorities. Yes, I'm trying to get us back on track so you can breathe. So you can breathe in, and out. She's shaking her head no at me. All right, this is my show now.
1: No, no, it's not. No, it's I'm good. I'm good.
0: So back in the woods, the teens find a Hellcaster card with a little rolled up piece of paper. It's Jughead's turn.
1: Uh yes. So we have multiple uh fires going on this set.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A uh, little like fire TP things.
0: Representations of the Gargoyle King.
1: Yes. And there's um an axe uh in a stump of wood, which Jughead sees right when he sees shirtless chick come walking in.
0: You skip the part where we read the scroll.
1: That's all you kind of- oh, okay. You can go back. <laughs> You're talking about the scroll, I don't know.
0: I was, You yelled at me when I said it was my show now. I was giving you the chance. Talk about the scroll. So, in the scroll is the challenge. It is a Battle of Kings. Battle of Kings definitely sounds like a free-to-play mobile game that would have Arnold Schwarzenegger in the commercials. Yes, but it's not. Instead, it is a mano a mano fight: Jughead versus Chick, Serpent King on Gargoyle King action.
1: And only one shall leave the kingdom of
0: Eldervair. Remember that anagram for Riverdale.
1: Eldervair.
0: I love anagrams.
1: So we got a bunch of of fires roaring. uh in the like Gargoyle King, little like uh stick tp things
0: mm-hmm. um and shirtless chick who is not hitting the gym as often as his cast mates but he's he's normal person muscular
1: he's much more muscular than i envisioned
0: yeah he's,
1: i did not think he was that muscular
0: he's he's normal person ripped not a uh, uh, catalog model ripped
1: yes but like you remember that reaction we had to like kevin's bicep yeah. That's what I had to shirtless chick yes. cuz I was not expecting no, any of that. No. I was like, "Oh, okay. Understand look- why Ben Button liked you."
0: You look at chick and you think mm, he's 85 pounds and 6'3". Yeah. No. No.
1: <laughs> um and uh and we get a good look at his uh carved symbols, his tattoos.
0: Yes, his, his tattooed runes.
1: Yes. Um and as he comes in, we see an axe. On a tree stump, and and Jughead
0: is just sort of taking in the whole thing and hesitates, which gives chick time to grab the axe and try to make an immediate yeah. killing blow. Well,
1: and and Jughead does though. he does try to like go for it. He yeah, like just, he like baseball slides into it, but just, just, just a blink misses. too
0: slow. just that slight hesitation.
1: and then it's a whole lot of chick axe swinging mm-hmm. and Jughead dunk like dunking out of the way. But Um, there's
0: dialogue in this scene Because Jughead is still trying to piece together the mystery He still wants to know What's up And Chick's like "Uh, Because this is fucking awesome
1: Who doesn't want to be king Or want blood sacrifices made in their name And Jughead says (gasps) Wow Okay
0: (laughs) This absolutely (laughs) perfect line read That in three syllables is like Oh you're bug fuck crazy (laughs) I get it It all makes sense
1: uh, Jughead gets in a couple really good punches um, But then But then it's Chick, all about
0: the grapple game They go down to the mat BJJ style
1: uh, And and Chick is just strangling Jughead um, And it seems like there there's going to be no escape But then he grabs one of the like antler or horns Yeah
0: one of the ox skulls
1: And, and just shoves it into Chuck's head or Chick's Shatters head. it
0: on his head yeah Yes
1: and Which not chick I out.
0: love. I love that the the finally the symbolism of the gargoyle king is what killed the gargoyle king. He's destroyed by his own crown. And then when Jughead stands up, he puts on his beanie. Yes. He seizes his crown.
1: Yes, y'all. That shot of him just putting it's... it on, like fuck yeah, I yes. did it.
0: I was so disappointed in how the show handled Kurtz because I thought for a long time that Kurtz was being, like, poised as the anti-Jughead, right? Uh-huh. The leader of his own crew, the equal and opposite. And for Jughead to not take him down or really do anything, I was really displeased with that part of that episode. Yeah. Are
1: you happier now?
0: I'm happier with this dispatching. I—yes. I, yeah. I, I like that the Gargoyle King— We can imagine backfilling him as uh, Jughead's antagonist and have this visceral strike. And again, the the crown symbolism. Yes. One falls, one rises. That I appreciate a great deal. Yeah. Yes.
1: Unfortunately, Veronica is getting very sleepy. (laughs) So they realize they must push on.
0: And so shall we. Yes. Okay, okay Alright, we gotta rewind to talk about the stuff that happened before What we just saw But we just saw some shit
1: (laughs) Fuck Fuck, I just wanna talk about that Well, we gotta go to our favorite line Let's remember, we came in uh, From that last commercial break to our favorite moment um, (laughs) Perhaps So far uh, Was uh, Archie saying Wait, I still don't get it (laughs) Chick got red hair because m- Penelope's pretending he's Jason Blossom?
0: The most in character. I love this boy. Veronica calls it an Oedipus complex. Jughead goes on about how how Jason's murder begat the, the Black Hood who begat the Gargoyle King and that everything is, is a snake eating its own tail. So we've got Oedipus, some begats, and an Ouroboros.
1: I love Ouroboroses.
0: We're were basically It's the
1: tattoo from I-Man.
0: Obviously. We all yeah. know that the what the ouroboros is, the snake sucking its own dick. We all know that.
1: It measures if he's gonna go quicksilver madness.
0: I'm just saying, within <laughs> two minutes they drop a lot they of do. classical mythology and biblical language.
1: And Archie has no idea what they're talking about.
0: Because they all study for the SAT. Archie, though, was busy fighting bears.
1: He fought a bear. <laughs> We go to outside of um, Thornhill, not Thornhill. Or Rose Cottage. Rose Cottage. We go to Rose Cottage, where we see uh, Tony and the Pretty Poisons loading up their arsenal of weapons. Yes, the serpents are there, too. And the serpents as well. And uh, Cheryl comes running, uh, giving Juniper shaken baby syndrome.
0: Yes, and she hands Juniper off to Peaches and Cream, who then crosses in the background like she's stealing the baby.
1: (laughs) Really? She's going and giving it to Nana Rose.
0: But we don't know that just yet. It looks like she's running away with the baby.
1: Uh, she takes the baby so Tony and Cheryl can have a nice embrace. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and they everybody gets caught up on everything. They finally listen to Nana. Who
1: says, because uh, Cheryl asks where Betty is, and she says, She's being hunted at Thornhill with all the others. Your Young- mother's
0: been planning this for weeks.
1: Fine, you don't want me to do the voice, whatever.
0: Well, every time you do the voice, we have to stop for 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> no, it's just because of other things. Do the whole line. <laughs> Your lover's been preparing for weeks or months. It's the grand hunt. Thank you. Was it good? Did yes, it do good? you're okay. lovely. Okay. I love you very much. Um, So we're like, okay, we got to save them. Uh, Let's go, poisons and serpent dudes who are still here as well.
0: They all load up into their trucks and roll out.
1: Um, so it, back in the woods, it is now Betty's turn. Um, and I would like to take a moment, uh, to point out the fact that Nana, uh, or that Penelope Blossom was very thoughtful. Very she, thoughtful. She did give the girls dresses that have matching bolero jackets in case it gets chilly. hmm mm-hmm. Um, and also gives them the same opportunity to take off their coat when they're going to go fight. <laughs> Um, Which Betty does do, uh, and Jughead is holding her little jacket yes. while they embrace and mm-hmm. share their love.
0: And now they're taking up Veronica's precious seconds because turnabout is fair play. Yeah. It is Betty's turn. We know this by process of elimination. She does not have a character card waiting for her on this box, but she peels the ribbon, lifts the lid, and inside there is a gun. And uh, the only note just says one bullet in large calligraphic letters.
1: And then the black hood walks in and takes off his mask. And we see, yes, it is hell. Uh, In case anyone was worried. Um, (laughs) And he's all like, you know how this has to end. You have to kill me. It's your destiny It's your destiny. Kill me or I kill you and your friends. And he pulls out a gun. Which
0: presumably has more than one bullet.
1: And uh he's like, You have till the count of three. And during all this, we see Archie moving a little bit in the background. And I'm like, You up to something? Uh Betty pleads with him to to not make her do this. And as he counts, she she, you know, and, cocks her gun.
0: And very nearly at the count of three, she fires and Hal falls to the ground as Betty cries out, I'll never be like you. Because I only shoot at fingers.
1: He is missing some fingers <laughs> He's now. He's missing
0: some fingers. He's going to have dual hooks.
1: And uh, Penelope comes out and says, Enough! And she tells Hal that he was a terrible serial killer before, and he still is. And I'm like, Yeah, he was. Which he was is really bad.
0: actually the best serial killer <laughs> if you think about it, like paradoxically, but still. <laughs>
1: Um And then she fucking shoots him to death.
0: Double tap to the skull.
1: As everything goes slow motion and Betty cries out, uh, and as Jughead and Veronica comfort her, Archie grabs the antidote that is hanging from the tree above yes. where Hal was.
0: Eye on the prize, Archie. Thank you.
1: Archie is really smart in this moment. <laughs> Archie's
0: not good at paying attention to, to, like, current events or the news. But when the Black Hood points at a bottle and says antidote,
1: he's like, he yeah, knows what that means. gotta get that.
0: He knows what that means.
1: And and Penelope's all like, what do you think you're doing? It's like, we're claiming our prize. We've won. We've We've proven that we're better than the town.
0: We survived the night, says Jughead. Yes long before the sun has risen
1: <laughs> she's like no kill them kill them all and they take off running through the woods From and the they are
0: gargoyles
1: followed by the gargoyle minions and then we get a time lapse we- of the sun rising and the it, it is suddenly the morning and they're still running through the woods just as fast it's very impressive
0: I mean, none of the gargoyles have ranged weaponry. I think some of them have spears left behind by the lost boys.
1: Yes. There's
0: some homemade branch spears.
1: Just as uh, Archie falls and trips and falls, um, we see the the poisons and the serpents pull up, and uh, Cheryl leading the charge in her red... uh, Red Arrow outfit.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of her red jackets. Yes. she has a lot. The
1: the poisons start all shooting their bows and arrows at on
0: her order. On course. her order, not um, Tony's, but I don't think she's going to make a big deal out of it this time. No, this one's okay.
1: the The core four run behind uh, their giant van
0: mm-hmm, for protection
1: mm-hmm. as the poisons and serpents take out all of the uh, gargoyle. Minions.
0: Betty and Veronica chug their juice. They're going to be fine. Yes. And can can we just can we just talk about Halligan for a quick second uh-huh. and his total failure as a father? <laughs> he doesn't know that catch is supposed to be played with baseballs and and not bullets? That is Dad 101. That's not how the game is played. Yeah.
1: Explains a lot of issues.
0: Awful. Awful
1: dad. Uh so then Betty uh goes to Cheryl and is like, uh where where's my mom? Have you seen her? How'd you get out? And uh she gets filled in that Alice, you know, spraying her um because they were going to ascend tonight. Well it's not tonight anymore, so, so
0: we need to get over to the farm. Pedal two is the metal. They rush. You you see how dingy uh Betty's skirt is yes. Can't tell on Veronica she wear she's wearing black. Very sensible yeah. for this sort of thing.
1: So they bust in to to the the room where our love is God marriage was happening and we see Kevin sitting on the floor surrounded by a a semicircle of clothes and shoes.
0: Yeah, Ke- Kevin is sitting on the floor with his knees up to his chin. Yes. And all of these outfits look as if someone was sitting the exact same way and then suddenly disappeared in a puff of smoke. Yes. And the clothes just fell there.
1: And and he says, they left me. I wanted to go, but they said someone had to stay behind to say what happened. (laughs) Aliens. All the worthy ascended. They're gone. Everyone.
0: Aliens. And
1: we will never see them again.
0: Because of the aliens. And
1: he is crushed. Is it aliens? What the fuck happened?
0: Kevin was found wanting. He's not faithful enough to ascend.
1: Kevin's the one that wanted to go the most. Or at
0: least that's how he's feeling. I'm sure Edgar wove some bullshit about how it's because he's the most loyal to be trusted with this great honor and he will join them again in paradise or whatever the fuck but
1: he lost fangs
0: he's so torn up inside yeah he lost his husband and his his whole family and his whole life that he was so committed to
1: kevin's gonna think he can never
0: love a person we already know that kevin can never love a person he's never getting a happy ending never what the
1: fuck why don't we love kevin why do you all hate him
0: love that boy he deserves your love and care
1: what the fuck Where'd they all go? Was it aliens? Like, is that what we're getting?
0: I don't know. Is there
1: a little shrinking machine and they all just like went.
0: Both of those are in the Little Archie series. Yeah. There are shrinking machines and aliens.
1: Is Edgar really a witch?
0: Maybe, maybe.
1: Yeah. I'm still saying he's Charles.
0: <laughs> There's time. There is one act to go. We should watch it. We should watch it. <laughs>
1: Come back, uh, mm-hmm. and we see uh, the Riverdale, the town with pep sign,
0: of course. Yes. As Jughead lists a lot of nicknames of, of everybody involved.
1: The Gargoyle King, the Red Dahlia, the Black Hood.
0: Two are dead and one is missing. Penelope was never found. Basically, we're getting in this well, one Well, chicks act. in jail. Chicks in jail, yes. We're getting in this one act what the finales have been the last two seasons. Yes.
1: The serpents and the pretty poisons are are repainting pops from all the Gargoyle King graffiti that's covering it.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And uh, Jughead's voiceover says that Riverdale belongs to us again. And uh, all about how, you know, maybe we can make it something good again.
0: yeah. And so Cheryl is just chilling out, all dressed up with nowhere to go.
1: Uh, Walking down the hallway with her pillar of candles like you do.
0: The hallway to the former farm, former sisters. That I guess she now owns. Compound.
1: Uh, And she uh, walks into the room and says, welcome home, J.J.
0: And we pan over the gruesomely sewn (gasps) face of a decomposing Jason Blossom. Like
1: the Jason Blossom from the river.
0: Yeah, with his mouth sewn shut from the embalming and his uh, head scar from his bullet wound sewn shut.
1: My fucking God.
0: He's got to smell delicious.
1: I was so right, though, with fucking zombie.
0: He doesn't move, he's just a dead corpse in a chair that the farm dug out for some reason.
1: Uh-uh, uh-uh, I don't think it's a corpse, I think they were putting some of those organs back in there, and what yeah. they've done is created Frankenstein.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. But in any case, Cheryl is very thankful for the effort, because now she can chat with her beloved bro. Yeah. Yeah. I love her.
1: Hermione is on the phone, Uh, just as... Uh, Veronica comes into the room. What
0: the fuck did dad do this time, mom?
1: And then the FBI busts in, and it's the FBI agent that uh, is Mary's friend.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, and Hermione is under arrest for conspiracy to commit murder.
0: Factually accurate. Yes, that is a thing she did. At the jail. Hiram is working out, and one of the- He's an inmate of his own prison. I yes. love that. We Like, the, the camera- our, our establishing shot is on the shoulder of a prison guard with, like, the Lodge Correctional Facility patch. And then as he walks on, center frame is now in the background, Hiram Lodge pumping iron. <laughs> it's so good.
1: And one of the guards comes by to say, it's been done. Uh, the evidence has been planted and her wife's been arrested.
0: Yeah. He's not just running the jail that he's in because he built it and owns it. He's running the show from in the jail.
1: Yes. And, uh, he laughs to himself and says, ah, Veronica, you don't know what's coming, mija. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh, And Archie is is working out with Mad Dog, uh, and he fills Mad Dog in about how he wants to make some changes to the gym.
0: He wants to install a juice bar.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. He wants to make it either, I don't know, a halfway house or a community center.
0: Have some board games that you can check out if you leave your ID. I
1: want to help it be something that can uh, turn the town around, and he wants Mad Dog to help him. Mm -hmm. And Mad Dog's like, oh, yeah, and they bro hug.
0: And they do a very elaborate handshake. Yes. They've been rehearsing. Yes.
1: So then at the Jones household, uh, an FBI agent comes to the door. Agent Smith. Yeah, and asks for Betty. I wrote Uh, in
0: my notes something that's about to happen. And just saying uh that, I guess listeners will know what's about to happen. Yep.
1: So, uh, well, what we first find out is that he is there about Alice, because they have been investigating Edgar and the farm for a long time, and they almost had him a couple times, but they- they were- had someone inside who was, uh, working.
0: This whole time we thought Alice lost her mind to become a Himalayan salt crystal lover.
1: No! (laughs) She's she's undercover! She's been working for the FBI! Trying to uh, get evidence on Edgar's harvesting of organs, and all his farm shenanigans, and everything, and they were just waiting to hear from her. So
0: every time she denied reality, that was her just trying to maintain her cover.
1: And so they are setting up shop in town while they try to uh, track her down.
0: And you might think, that doesn't sound like the Alice I know. I say, bullshit. What do we know Alice's favorite things in the world? Snooping and snitching. All right? She yep. is definitely an FBI informant.
1: Yep. And this is when all my hopes and dreams come crashing down around me. Well, no. Okay. So before this, <laughs> Jughead and Betty are like, well, you know, can we help? He's like, well, I have heard you two are quite the detectives in town.
0: I'm detecting that Betty's sleeves are awful. I hate that sweater. Oh, her I didn't shoulders? even notice her sweater. Her shoulders are bad.
1: I was too busy uh, realizing that my dreams and wishes were coming crashing down around me. Yeah. Uh, because then Betty's like, D- do I know you somehow? And he's like, yes. Uh,
0: we share half of our genes, sister.
1: I'm Charles, your brother. And she kind of laughs. And no, it can't be. You're you not. And then he looks at Jughead. We are also brothers, Jughead.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, FBI Agent Smith is Agent Charles Smith. It was no mistake that he and Alice found each other. So anyway, what happened with Chick in that bloody dumpster? (laughs) I mean, it, it wasn't exactly proof positive that the real Charles died, I guess. No. Obviously not. No.
1: I'll I'll get over it. I'll get over no, Edgar not being Charles. No, no, I'll, I'll I'll no I won't. But he looks like a nice young man. He
0: looks too nice. He
1: looks too young. <laughs> this really messes with our timeline.
0: Yeah, like that's what messes with the timeline. <laughs> Charles being the age people expect him to be is what messes with the timeline.
1: So then we go to Pops uh where Archie's like, "Back up. Your brother's alive and an FBI agent?"
0: Yes, our, our main cast, our core four, sitting around milkshakes, decompressing, reacting. Like I said, this is the stuff that the finale has been primarily about the last two years.
1: Yes, and so Joey's like, no, her half-brother, and yeah, uh, Alice was undercover at the farm, mm-hmm. and Archie's just like,
0: what? I just think what this means for Alice's character, going back like, she went through with like a baptism that she must have known could have killed her.
1: Mm-hmm. She
0: believed in and trusted Betty that much to save her life. Well, and she and like, then had to lie to her about it immediately afterward to stay inside. Oh, the Alice! Amou- the
1: amount of fucking lying that woman did. Oh, Al- Well, it's what she does best. her daughter think she's going crazy. It's what she does
0: best. That w- that was a fringe benefit,
1: but. <laughs> i want, like, how long did she know about Charles? That's what right. I want to know. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll get back to that. Okay, like, we need to have a little chat about what this means. We'll have a chat. Uh, we find out that uh, Hermione is trying to cut a deal. And in the meantime, Smithers is Veronica's legal guardian.
0: Yes! I'm so looking forward to more Smithers in the future. Season 4 Smithers. Smithers uh, 4. Season Smithers.
1: Uh, and Archie wants to make... Uh, a, a, a pact, a promise. As
0: Let they, us swear a solemn vow. As
1: they go into their senior year, since it might be the last one they have together. Because uh, nobody not,
0: but Archie is planning to flunk, I guess.
1: I was going to say, because, like, does he think they're all going to die? That's probably what's going to happen. <sighs> uh, he's like, nothing will ruin it. So let's all be in on this.
0: No conspiracies, no murders, no gremlins.
1: So they all, like, clink their milkshake glasses.
0: No Jeepers Creepers, no Langoliers, none of them.
1: So again, they clink their glasses, and then we are, like, instantly cut to- One
0: Castle Freak, but only one Castle Freak.
1: We are instantly cut (laughs) to Spring Break, senior year.
0: We have a flash forward, because again, this show is just Arrow sometimes.
1: (laughs) And we, we see Archie, naked except for his boxers. Betty
0: and Veronica, same.
1: Well, we we don't see them right away, but yes. Yes. Betty, Veronica, and Archie are in their underwear, naked, covered in blood. Archie is holding Jughead's blood-soaked beanie as they stand around a giant fire.
0: And Betty tells him to throw it in as she gives further instructions.
1: They will burn all of their clothes, including the beanie, they will wash themselves in in the swimming hole, and they will speak to no one about any of this ever, and they will finish out their senior year, and they will just go on with life and throw the fucking beanie in the fire, Archie.
0: That's the only way people won't find out.
1: And he he tosses it in and then the glasses unclink and we are back at Pops yes. as they're saying Friends Forever.
0: The sound design on mid-clink is so good. Uh but yes, Friends Forever immediately after that. Incredibly uh uh audacious flash forward. And then
1: this like doo y song comes in that's all about if I lost you my love. Mm-hmm. as they smile and drink their milkshakes together
0: the best moment they've ever had together oh i love it
1: <gasps>
0: like i i haven't talked enough about Rachel Talalay's direction so i wanted to make a point of it in the final uh, uh, segment and boy she really it's gave so a bad. lot of flashy touches in that final yes. segment to make it to make it worth it So that's it. That's it. We don't have to talk about predictions. We don't have a trailer to talk about. It's the end. That's it. Season three, cut, print, wrap, put it in a DVD box set. It's done. No, I need to talk.
1: I need to talk about
0: Alice. Yeah, we need to talk, but like, that's it.
1: I mean, that is it. (laughs) But I want to talk about this. Let's
0: talk about it.
1: Okay, so I'm assuming, okay, this all goes back to when Polly left for the farm. That's how far back this all
0: goes. So you think Alice was immediately doing the research that Betty only started doing this season? Yes. Okay. Okay. Maybe Betty couldn't find ex-farmies because Alice already had, got them in a witness protection, put them underground.
1: When she was calling them, wasn't there someone else who said like, were you the one that called me or something? Or am I making that up?
0: I don't know. I don't recall. It's been a long time. I'm
1: trying to remember if that was a thing. And if it was, would that have been Alice then?
0: Foreshadowing. But
1: I could totally be making up that that's what they said. But okay, so my brain is like, well, when did she find the real chick? Mm hmm. Polly came back when fake chick was around. For a little bit. But she had been at the farm all along. So if it goes back really far, did she know about the real Charles before <laughs> chick? Or after Chick?
0: I don't know. I don't know. When did they find each other? When did they find each other? I do like making Charles Smith an FBI agent as a reference to his comic counterpart, who was a a secret agent in many of his appearances. Yeah. Uh, Which we talked about back when uh, I thought that Archie's FBI partner, who turned out to be another capo for the Lodges, might have turned out to be uh, Yeah. Charles slash Chick. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I so wanted Edgar to be Chick. Yeah. But I'm surprisingly okay with this because of all the Alice stuff that mm-hmm. this means. How much that just flips it all. Yeah. I'm like, okay it with turns, this. It does
0: turn everything on its head. The The whole, not the whole, but one of the big points of Edgar being Charles under another name mm-hmm. was because it tied Alice to the farm so strongly. Yes. And she is still tied to the farm through her long lost son. Yes. In a very different capacity. Yes. But that is maintained. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm also like so worried about Kevin.
0: Yes. Kevin wasn't at Pops. Kevin wasn't around the bonfire.
1: (gasps) I just thought of like the saddest thing. Losing Fred. Mm Mm-hmm which we have not addressed. That is not a thing we've the characters have addressed.
0: No, no, it looks like they passed that hot potato until they had time yes. to really make episodes about it, which I respect and yes. understand.
1: And, like, we still have, like, FP for, like, good dad and, like, Smithers for father figure type thing, too. But what if, like, this storyline leads to, like, a lot more, like, Kevin and uh, Sheriff Keller, like – Family, son, Bondy. I hope so. I need there to be some Kevin, re- like, acknowledgement. Yeah. Because Kevin has gotten his life flipped upside down like 20 times. He's And living. these writers keep fucking ignoring him, and I can't take it.
0: He's finding so many ways to turn upside down. He's an 11-dimensional super string. Yes, we know. But having Kevin come to the fore and bringing Tom with him makes it all the more appropriate for Tom to be the season four bad dad. (laughs) No! And on on the point of bad parents, I am considering Penelope to be the true gargoyle king, even though it was Chick in the suit. Oh, yeah. Like that... I mean,
1: she was the puppet master of everything. Right.
0: She's the person who counts. Yeah. And I, I like that better. And I think and it does explain why um someone like chick could be the gargoyle king but not involved in the midnight club days yes including with what we learned about how you know Pela- Penelope's motives started when all of her friends in the midnight club knew what happened with her how she became a blossom yeah and they just laughed it off and and were still stuck in their own self-centered teenage angst yeah any one of them could have died and she'd have been fine that night Yeah. cuz none of them gave a shit that she was sold into child bridery. yeah i like that i like that a lot
1: i, I hate myself for not like seeing it coming <laughs> like shoulda seen it
0: she was the original dm i, feel like, I mean that should have been like the the most revealing clue i mean that i feel like she was the original game master i feel
1: like it's something we threw around and dismissed yeah like very quickly
0: that's how they get you. Because we
1: thought it was too, like, it's got to be something more. But then it was obvious, but, like, we were totally blinded to it because it was too obvious.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or when we found out that, like, she killed uh, Daryl Doily and that was supposed to be a clue that she was, you know, the, the gargoyle king. And she's like... I only killed Daryl Doyley. That doesn't mean... Like, actually, it did. It does. It did. Yeah, she yeah. was
1: just... Uh, that was it. We missed <laughs> it. We failed. We failed this city.
0: We're going to sit on predictions for a few months. We're going to stew. We're going to wait. But I th- I want to ask a few questions, just like gut instinct, see to your pants, all okay. right? Where did the rest of the Farmies go? And or what is Kevin's story? Like, what... You can answer either of those if you think they're different things.
1: I want it to just be aliens,
0: <laughs> like
1: Edgar's a fucking alien or yeah, some shit. Yeah,
0: the the um, Martians in the Little Archie series are named Abercrombie and Stitch.
1: Yeah, I want I want that to be it. Like they're Edgar, from
0: Mars, and Edgar, Martians can do anything.
1: Edgar is of course Abercrombie. Yeah, and Evelyn is Stitch. <laughs> um, that's what <laughs> I. <laughs> that is what I want in my heart.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um i think it could be something where kevin is making up that story because edgar like told him he's not worthy Mm -hmm. and he like can't go so he's like i can't like he's so broken up that he has to say like he was told to stay behind
0: i mean the easy answer is mass suicide but they probably would have found the bodies by now
1: (laughs) what if kevin was the one that had to dig the grave like bury them all
0: that's why he's so messed up he had to dump them all into sweetwater river but, like, the organs went somewhere. I th- I think they packed up and, and took the-, the travel and show to another town. Yes. Perhaps Greendale. Green perhaps Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: I hate to say it, but I think it's clear we're not done seeing the farm. The farm will probably be the only thing that's in the entire show, right? Because, like, they were first involved by name in the first season.
1: Thank you. Cult in the woods. Thank you. Who knew I'd be so fucking right?
0: But as far as what Ascension Night is, what if so they I had- It was preparing
1: for Ascension Night, just packing.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> all it was. Like,
1: everyone pack your <laughs> bag. The bus will be here at nine.
0: <laughs> we have to do it tonight.
1: <laughs> I put a down payment on the bus. <laughs> I can't get a refund.
0: <laughs> I think whatever they did, they paid off Cheryl with the corpse of JJ to buy her silence. She is helping keep their secrets because, uh, in exchange for, because they they can't trust her faith anymore. She lost it, but she has Jason now. And in exchange for that gift, she, she will, uh, cover for them.
1: That doesn't make any sense though, because like Alice got her to escape. Yeah. And she ran away and then she had no interaction with any of them but Kevin.
0: That we know of.
1: She doesn't know any information that no one else knows.
0: That's not necessarily true.
1: As much as we know that she knows, other people know.
0: Yeah, but we don't know all that she knows.
1: I don't think she's paid off. I think that's that's weird.
0: Oh, I'm thinking about Jason's body all wrong anyway. I think Penelope dug him up, right? Penelope had to have dug him up in order to maintain the fiction that Chick is Jason, including to herself. She couldn't be interacting with her son knowing that her son is in a grave. Mm-hmm. So I think Cheryl found Jason on Thornhill Grounds... In their eighth mansion somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she put him in, in the old sisterhood building. I guess because no one's using it. They they can be alone.
1: What if Penelope was the one to dig up his body?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When she went about how she needs bulk organs, she was like, okay, hey, I also want you to reanimate my son. <laughs> I want yeah. the girl. I want you to reanimate him. Put the organs in his
0: body. So then she'll have a lot of Jasons. She'll have... Zombie Jason, mm-hmm. Double Jason, mm-hmm. Junior Jason, mm-hmm. Girl Junior Jason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a
1: lot of wigs to put on bodies.
0: <laughs> All right. I guess the, the big question, mm-hmm. what happens It's spring break senior year? The implication is that the three of them did a, <laughs> did a bloody murder on Jughead and are covering it up. Yes. But I don't think that's what's happening.
1: No, I don't think that's it.
0: Jughead might be dead. I don't think they killed him. I
1: don't think they killed him.
0: They're worried about getting caught for something. Yeah. But then they're always worried about getting caught for something. Uh, I think Hiram can, has continued his plan to, like, become, to, to instill martial law in Riverdale again.
1: <laughs> Hopefully it means something this and, time. And so
0: they're, like, working under the the uh, capitalist dictatorship of Hiram Lodge. Mm-hmm. Maybe he kills Jughead. Maybe they're they're covering up and faking Jughead's death. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's some part of getting back at that. Mm-hmm. I like faking his death because uh, Jughead can do a lot if Hiram thinks he's dead.
1: This is true. It's very. We've true. already
0: seen all all the power that a dead person has. Look at what Jason's been up to this year. Yeah, Ethel Muggs has face blindness. Yes.
1: I mean, if they did just like fucking kill Jughead, mm-hmm. no one would like accept that that was what was <laughs> going to happen, <laughs> and that would be all the more powerful for doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what it is. Um, they had to have an all-out war with the aliens,
0: right? Right.
1: Which are actually the farmies. Um, to to get Fangs back, to get Fangs back, to get Alice back, and it turned very bloody. And as
0: you can see from all the blood, yes.
1: And so, what uh, ended up happening was Jughead sacrificed himself. Oh, and again, they they took him.
0: Mm-hmm. The aliens
1: took him, and the fire is actually them burning all of the alien bodies.
0: Yes, they're very small aliens.
1: Yes, and uh, they are you know washing themselves clean of what happened because you can't tell like the world that aliens exist. Right, right. Because the sky is falling. Oh no, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm.
0: yeah. That makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm going with.
0: This flash forward does look like the plan of a team that is not expecting to make a season five. That's what you said. And if Jughead is actually dead, I think that confirms.
1: I mean, it. if Jughead Jughead
0: actually dies, yeah, yeah.
1: But I'm going with. Well, you know, we don't always take like the full year of a season to do something. That's we true. could stretch this out for two or three seasons.
0: That's true. It's it's been. They haven't yet finished junior year, I don't think, or at least they're—if not, they're close to it.
1: They have not finished it. They let's, just had prom.
0: Let's say it's yeah, yeah, okay. It's it's March or April of junior year. Mm-hmm. The first chapter started the f- the first week it's of April. school. It's April
1: of junior year because okay. like prom normally happens like April, maybe May, but usually April.
0: So it's been nineteen months.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, <laughs> and they have. Until spring break, they, they they've got about an, another ten or eleven months to go yeah, to get to that. It's point. It's totally
1: another season and a half.
0: It could be one season. It could be one and a half. Yeah, probably wouldn't be two. But I don't see this show going past graduation.
1: I'd be surprised if it did. As much as I I love my the shows I love, I am all about. I want shows to end. Yes. The way they want them to end. Yes. Because I have had quite the history, especially with you, Mr. Skeet-Altridge, <laughs> of shows ending without an ending. Mm-hmm. And I'd much rather it, it be written with an ending.
0: What if Jericho gets a third first season?
1: <gasps> I love
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's very old and America hasn't been rebuilt again yet. Cool. But but yeah, this this flash forward, if that is the end of the show we're seeing... Uh, or near the end of the show, only moves the timeline, the, the, like, in-universe finish line, up, you know, two months. you know, Spring break to graduation. Yeah. The events are shocking, but the timeline is not the huge shake-up it may seem on, on first thought. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This would make crossovers with Katie Keene really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how's life treating you? Oh, fine, fine. Haven't been up to anything um,
0: ever. Nope. Well, we we know that Katie Keen is set a few years in the future.
1: Still. 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 They're living a, with A few years whatever.
0: after this flash forward yeah, future. Yeah, but it's still. So I would love there to be a weird little joke in the Katie Keene pie, like... Wait, you went to what school? Isn't that where? And then Josie cuts them off for like, we don't talk about that. <laughs> don't, no. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I left before that. I, no.
1: <laughs>
0: That'd be funny. I'd like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What if the bear came to seek revenge on Archie <laughs> yes. and Jughead battled the bear to the
0: death? We have to find out the origin of Bear Man. Bear Man is the linchpin. Bear Man is the keystone holding all of this together. Well,
1: I'm thinking of, like, the Canadian Bear.
0: Oh, you, you mean the husband of Bear Man.
1: Yes. 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 Bear Child comes, and Junkhead has to be wrestle it to the death to yes. save his friends. The, and they are covered in bear blood.
0: The Bear Child, the young offspring of Bear and Bear Man. <laughs>
1: yes. That's, I'm going with that one. Screw my alien idea. I'm going with
0: Bear... Well, I think with that, we have officially run out of episode. Uh, <laughs> yep. I hope you enjoyed this this format experiment. Mm-hmm. It's not something I'd want to do every time, but I think it fits for special occasions and because uh, we we had the opportunity with our scheduling interruption. But if you like uh, wildly improbable things, uh, if, if you like some bizarre nonsense that could only exist in the year 2019 – Uh, I would encourage you to check out Garbage Day, the F Plus's 24-hour stream of terrible things read with enthusiasm. Uh, I will be joining them for four hours, uh, hours 3 and 4 and 21 and 22. Not like bookends, but like the books that touch the bookends, right? Yeah. Those are specifically in in the central time zone, uh, 1 to 3 p.m. this coming Saturday, and 7 to 9 a.m. this coming Sunday. Yeah. And this stream is a fundraising uh, a charity event uh, benefiting the National Network of Abortion Funds. Cool. So I'm really excited to help them with that. We're going to have a great time, and i love if people uh, popped in and said how much they're excited for Reggie to go sicko mode on Archie's ass. <laughs> a link to the page about that will be in the show notes, of course. And you can look for links to the stream when it goes live on our social media, where you should follow us.
1: Yeah, at sex underscore Archie.
0: On Twitter. And now I can look at that account again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I can use my social media. Amazing.
0: (laughs) While you're out there, uh, if you want to benefit just us and our popularity, rather than uh, helping provide uh, needed abortion funds and advocacy... In the middle of this wide-scale attack on bodily autonomy. Yep. God, what a fucking week it's been. Yep. But uh, you can do that with uh, with, with uh, the simple act of going to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, uh, places like that, to give us a big old fat five-star rating and review.
1: You can also tell a friend!
0: Tell those friends. We're gonna make it worth your while. You waited an extra day. And look, look at this wonderful episode you got in return. Yes. For the future, we are now in the off-season. We've been talking, and I think we both want to get out more off-season episodes than we did between two and three. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about uh, things like uh, Archie's Weird Mysteries. I want to talk about some of the more recent uh, weird Archie crossovers in print. Maybe do more fan content. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to get that stuff out to you. So. Okay.
1: Got lots of plans. Got
0: lots of plans. so so look for those a bit more than than every six weeks. I think it was the past off season. But in any case, uh, now that the show has completed its season, we are days away from it going up on streaming. Yes. And that is when uh, a whole lot of people, especially people our age in in our circles, We'll be catching up with the show And uh, why not mention us Whenever you see that happening to people Because we're a great companion
1: Yes, yes we are I like to think so I think so And I
0: think our listeners think so That's I, why they're listeners Yeah, hopefully I think so uh,
1: So with that, I'm Elena
0: I'm Grant And from us here at Sex Archie
1: Wait, I still don't get it
0: Sugar Ah, oh, honey, honey You are my Elena. handy girl me rocking you, break it down, will please. Sugar, ah, oh, honey, honey. <coughs> you
1: are my candy girl.
0: And you got me rocking you, break it down, come on. And you,
1: and you got, got me. me, and you got me, and you got me. Break it down, please?